babies. Yeah, I'm in a fucking mood. So what do you say we start the show? This is my sports show. Five, episode number 500. Yeah, kudos to us. Congrats to us. Uh, let's jump right into it. Let's jump into opening takes. Uh, while I'm at it, why don't I just go? You know what you guys better fucking mm. strap in for? A lot of goddamn disappointment as Boston sports fan. Let me run through it for you here. Here's the obvious one. Um, the Red Sox opening day starts tomorrow. They suck. They fucking blow. They stink. I went over their, uh, their roster today because it's the first time I've looked at them or paid attention to them. Me and uh, absolutely every other fan of sports in Boston. First time you're going to pay attention to them is tomorrow opening day. I can't name you half those guys on the roster. The other half are over 40 years old and the other half are foreign. So fuck them. This team sucks. They're starting old as Corey Kluber, who uh, basically doesn't have an arm anymore. Um they're awful. So check that off the list. Next up, you're New England Patriots. Bill Belichick's New England Patriots. Ray Ray, the Bobo, uh, stupid idiot. Belichick, Bobo, idiot. Not going after Lamar Jackson. That's not happening. Thank the you. Patriots are going to be another underachieving, underwhelming, uh, mediocre product this year. Boring to watch, sh- shitty to watch. Not going to make the playoffs. That's going to be disappointing. Now let's get to the big hitters. Your Boston Bruins, suck it up, bees. They're going down early. You can just feel it. You just start to feel it. They lost one the other night to Nashville mm. on a shitty game. Couldn't convert on the power play. You can just feel that that loserism is coming for the Bruins. going to be the best team in the history of the regular season in the NHL, and they're going to drop it in the playoffs, or maybe even they'll get to the finals and break your heart. And then my beloved Celtics, bag of puss bags. This team is a fucking series of puss bags one after the other they don't know how to win they don't know how to compete uh they have no heart they think everything should be given to them like all these millennials that ray batters on about uh, every other week uh they're uh, they've become my favorite team to heat to hate in boston uh overtaking the red sox at this point fuck the celtics ray wow wow uh thank you there richard i'm gonna go on to the patriots once again and I think uh, Robert Kraft is losing it. He's losing his little fastball because he's letting in the in-house stuff go out to the media. Uh, reports was that Meek Mill reached out to him, texted him saying Lamar Jackson wanted to come here. And, you know, he could have kept that to his vest. But no, no, Mr. Kraft liked to tell the media that. And then what the media said is, what are you going to do about it? Well, that's up to Bill Belichick. So basically you're saying, hey, I got this shiny little toy, but yeah, bring it to you guys because... Bill doesn't want him. So basically he is deflecting everything, kind of like how I do in high school and everyday life, just deflect everything off me, blame everyone else for their mistakes. And uh, Robert Kraft, you're the owner of the Patriots. You can't be doing this shit anymore. Uh, This is it. I think it's going to be the final season for Belichick uh, if they don't make the playoffs because he's going to probably say, I'm done. I don't want to be here anymore and just move on because this is just the in-house fighting between the two of them is just getting sickening. It reminds me of Brady and Belichick all over again, but now you got with the owner and the GM slash head coach. So this is going downhill very fast. It's going to be a very, very disastrous season. So we're clear. You are team Belichick in this feud. Yes, sir. What an idiot. You, you are, uh, craft is to Belichick, uh, as you are to the internet problem tonight. Just, deflecting all of his problems, blaming somebody else. Ah, okay. Gotcha. That was an SAT question. We witnessed the death of positive vibes. That's that's happened. Uh, That was the road trip that he took. That was the road trip he took, Bobby. That's what happened to positive vibes. Let me... Well, I'm going to expand on your uh, Patriots take a little bit, Ray. Essentially, what's happened, Kraft has thrown down the gauntlet with Bill. He's come out and refuted comments made by Bill, essentially saying Kraft with his letter saying he wants to make the playoffs by openly saying every time anything Bill's ever asked for, 
he's been given and saying that cash spending isn't an issue. We spend to the cap every year. We go by Bill's decisions. And basically, Bill makes all the football decisions. We just do what we do. Basically, Kraft's given him kind of like you said, this is a one-year ultimatum. It's pay, It's the playoffs or that's it. There, there, there is a disconnect there. And Belichick in these older meetings, he seemed a little bit more uncomfortable than normal. He seemed even a little bit pissier with the questions than he normally would be. Like Rich. So I think uh, it, it could be crumbling soon. If, if, if this does, all doesn't work out, it's it, it could crumble. But I, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of in agreement. Uh, I don't know what the hell is going on. Look, um, certainly, certainly uh, tensions are probably at a fever peak, uh, fever pitch for these two. But if you just go back and listen to what Kraft said last year in the owner meetings, he kind of said the same thing, except he dialed his expectations back from last year wanting to win a playoff game to this year just making the playoffs. Because if you don't He's believe gonna make it, he and he also did say, I want Belichick to break that record, Don Shula's record, and he wants him to do it in Foxborough, and he will under Kraft's reign. Belichick's not going anywhere because they're not going to be bad enough for him to go anywhere, first of all. But things aren't good, that's for sure. We'll dive more into that today well, on the show. Stairway to seven. Yes, my asshole. Uh, on the show uh, today. Oh, that's a shirt. Hold on. That's a shirt. Stairway. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. It's a stairway to raise nips and a, a slip and slide down to my asshole. Uh, the. Uh, <laughs> Certainly on the show, we'll be talking like Patriots. Uh, we can do the the craft stuff, the Belichick craft stuff, but I think we'll start the Patriots segment uh, with a little go Mac, go Lamar Jackson. Fuck out of here. He's not coming through. Your boy Mac's going to be uh, leading the charge with old Billy O and Ray. Oh God, I can't wait for you to eat crow this year. I can't wait for you to get on your fucking knees and lick up that little, lick, lick up that little ball sack of mine because you are going to be loving Mac. Uh, as Lamar Jackson blows his ACL down there in Baltimore again. So we'll start with the Patriots. Go, Mac, go. Uh, we'll move on down the line to uh, the Celtics. They're doomed. They're fucked. Forget about them. Uh, a little would you rather to lighten the show. A opening day to bring it back down. And Simplest Minds of the Week, uh, as always. So welcome to the Simplest Minds Sports Show. Friday Rewind, March 31st. Okay, Ray, uh, welcome to the show. I must say, wow, you fucking knew to add two today. Good for you. <laughs> you're very, you're very mean to me on the, on shows that I don't make. Ray, you're you're uh, you're such a pussy. You oh, never this is what anything. it all comes down to. You never say anything to yeah, my he's face. Still you. He's, he's still mad about last week. He's so fucking mad. Never say. How can I say it to your face when you weren't even here? On these fucking. That's right. You wait till I'm gone, and then you then you get all of your uh, you unburden your your uh, frustrations with me uh, on poor Bobby. Uh, how many times have you shit your pants and you can't fucking come into the show because you shit your pants? How did, how did that feel? Huh? You, got the, you got the sickness after me. How'd that go down for you? Yeah. Fine. Took like a man. So he went out and did he things. lost some weight. He's five pounds less. It's great. No, I think I gained more weight, Bobby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's how it happens. Uh, this show, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, sorry. If you're listening, sorry. Uh, Ray's internet sucks and my camera's bad. And my mic is bad. So uh, for our 500th show, we uh, you know didn't didn't pull out all the stops. But you know what? You don't come here for the glitz and glam. You come here for the hard hitting sports knowledge that we bring. Um, so uh, forget that. You're welcome for all of it. 
you're lucky to be listening and watching. Uh, wherever you're getting, mm -hmm. wherever you're taking it, and please tell your friends, uh, and tell your mothers, tell them all about us, and tell them about Dubby Energy Drink. Go to w.gg uh, for all of your energy needs, uh, whether that be uh, drinks, gummies, what else they got? Creams, <laughs> shakes, shakes. That's what I was looking they got for. Shakes. It's good for a hangover too, Richard. Energy, energy shakes. I haven't heard of the energy shake. Well, you haven't been to two, you haven't been to Irene's on Tuesdays lately, so <laughs> that was a layup. Okay, uh, if you're watching, she's uh, fragile. W, she's fragile. Go to w.gg. Type in Simple Minds in the promo code for fifteen percent off all of your orders. Go Mac, go. It's Mac's team, and I, I just read another article today that I'm not too far off mm. here because. One of the determining factors for uh, for not going for Lamar Jackson is they just they just want to go with Mac. He's cheap. He got fucked last year with Belichick's stupid decision uh, to bring in Skinny Ray, and uh, they're sticking with the kid. According to Bill, it's an open competition with Zappy. Mm -hmm. He won't even Zappy. name him the starter. Because he doesn't want it's not go back go it's go zappy go because he's gonna win that quarterback competition and then you're gonna be eating crow and getting down on your knees and licking my big fat nuts Richard <laughs> Zappy sucks so bad I can't wait for him to compete it's gonna be fucking laughable he sucks they both so suck bad. they both suck <laughs> they both the same suck. guy I mean, Mac is just yeah. a couple inches taller and slightly dumber <laughs> how dare you uh okay let's fine 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 zappy fever back on uh let's talk to meek mill the deal maker uh obviously this stemmed from earlier this year this week uh robert Kraft let us know that meek mill told him um that lamar jackson wanted to be a craft is fucking losing it how does he i told you this is this is i told this you been told you. very 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 um you know i don't i don't know how or why robert Kraft has friends and tentacles into the hip-hop and rap uh, uh, industry, but he does. He has, like, a lot of rap friends. He likes young bitches. Ones. <laughs> Go ahead, Ray. He uh, joined a... Uh, Jay he joined Jay-Z, Meek Mill, and someone else, oh, uh, Rick Rubin, um... to join to get, like, a it's a, a foundation to get people that were wrongly uh, prosecuted and uh uh, their uh, probation was uh, fucked up, and they're trying to get them acquitted from all their things. So that's that was our I'm... economic segment with Ray. Thank you. Thank you. The the question that I have here is how come, from a journalistic perspective, every fucking legitimate journalist ran with what Meek Mill said? Did anybody fucking just ask this guy, like, mm. "Hey, Meek, did Lamar actually tell you that?" Did anybody like follow up? No, they actually ran stories saying that Lamar wants to go to the Patriots based off of this. Because it's Robert Kraft saying it. So yeah, I don't know. No, this is this is racism in America. What are we One doing? Black guy talks about another black guy, and it's gold. You don't have to check those sources. It's like this, <laughs> this guy knows. Okay, look at him. <laughs> yeah. He's Meek yeah. Mill. He's Meek Mill. Okay? Billionaire, a Jewish guy that's eighty-one-year-old losing his fucking mind we're just digging that with a grain of salt not no, questioning oh, I, his uh, I meant, texting abilities and shit i wanted to talk to you about that right i didn't want to shit down your throat in your opening take so i'm going to do it now uh open up uh, the grabber craft oh thank not, you thank you robert craft's not losing it all of it's intentional 
Bobby had it right. He's putting Belichick on the hot seat. He's not letting, he's not uh, mistakenly let this stuff leak. He's telling us outright to our face what's going on because uh, the pressure needs to be added. And, and they're in a pissing war. They let Brady go three years ago. It's been dog shit ever since. And it's between Kraft and Belichick. Whose fault is it? Are they not spending enough money? Well, he just came out and said cash is not a problem. Cash spending will never be a problem in New England. We know for a fact the past seven years they've been dead last in cash spending. Belichick at the end of the season said they were 27th in spending over the past three years. So clearly spending is an issue somewhere along the line. But he's not losing it. They're, they're in a pissing match uh, in the media. And they're blaming each other. So, um, yeah, I think the 80-year-old hip-hop fan is is kind of steadfast on, on what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. And, um, yeah, it's not good. Not good. <laughs> Belichick's just firing back. Bye. It's, that's what I mean by losing it, though. Oh, is that what you mean? Mm. The exact opposite of what that's you what said. It. Got it. That's fair. No. no, exactly what I said. Oh, God, you do you think the Kraft was trying to put public pressure on Bill to actually go for Lamar to do this? That's a tough question. I, he's so... I believe that Robert Kraft just put it out there. Oh. Go ahead, Richard. Did you just poop your pants? No, I was I was talking and then you interrupted me. Go on. Go on. <laughs> okay. Um no, I, I, I don't I don't know what the answer is to that question. Did he put pressure on him for for uh, uh, to go get Lamar Jackson? He said it was Bill Belichick's call to whether he wanted to get Lamar or not. I have no idea actually how that whole that whole love triangle is is going down. Does does Belichick want Lamar Jackson? There's reports that he really likes him. Are neither of them willing to spend them the amount of money or the amount of capital to get him? Um, I don't know. What do you think? Her Robert Kraft, money's not an issue. So it sounds like he wouldn't care to spend the money just based off of taking it at face value. So he's basically saying that Belichick makes all the calls. We run the cap per what he wants. So basically we're left to think this is exactly how he wants to run the team. So he's to me, he's putting pressure on him to basically say, hey, and he also came out and said, hey, you fucked up last season. What we did with Mac didn't work. What we did with the coaches didn't work. And in hindsight, they were poor choices. And I'm willing to spend the money, so this season's on you. That's how I took what he said. Raymond? I take it as, hey, I want to go get Lamar Jackson, but Bill doesn't want to go do it. I wanted to keep Tom Brady, but Bill didn't want to do it. I want him to go out and spend all this money on free agency, but he spent it wrong. It's basically the blame game. That's all Robert Kraft's doing. Hey, I want to go out there and win. Hey, season ticket holders, last year, piss poor. Never happened again. Not under my watch. But yet, let's put up a fucking $2,500,000 goddamn scoreboard out back and not spend any money on this damn team. So yeah, I think it's just a blame game. I think he's just passing off blame saying, I want to go do this, I want to go do that, but Bill doesn't want to do it. It's funny that you mentioned that in Kraft's own defense to cash spending. He said, we were the only NFL team to ever privately finance our entire stadium. He's like, cash flow is not a fucking problem. So I was like, well, that's a pretty fair rebuttal to that. Like, it's a pretty fair rebuttal. It's also could be the number one reason they don't actually spend cash on the team. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're spending on scoreboards. <laughs> that was a pretty bother statement. Though. He's like, cash is not a fucking problem. When it's a problem, I'll sell the team. I got cash yeah. Come get it. Um, no, there's there. I mean, there's a good chance that Belichick. Look, he, he, here's what it is. They have a budget. 
they have a football budget and it's up to Belichick how he wants to spend it. Um, perhaps maybe there should be more in that budget, more cash in their budget for Belichick to work with. Maybe he's spending it in different places. Maybe he's spending it on dumbasses like uh, Joe Judge and giving him assistant head coaching jobs. He's still uh, free, though. That's still free from the Giants. Whatever, Ray. It was just a segue to get the fucking next part in. God damn it. it, it you talk about people losing it. Belichick's fucking losing it. Belichick's losing it. He lost it last year, bringing in the two walking nutsacks and Patricia and Judge. Now he's keeping the second one and promoting him to his, his right-hand Bobo boy to walk around the owners' meetings with and uh, tap him on the ass and say yes and go get him a Pop-Tart or whatever. The, the fucking uh, the, the head coach, nepotism, nepotistic head coach with his two sons on the staff who had to get his wrist slapped and bring in an actual offensive coordinator and actual offensive coaches by the owner. He's losing it, if any, if either of them are losing it. Why the fuck is Joe Judge the assistant head coach? Why is Joe Judge the assistant head coach? Can you pick me? Pick me? Thank you. Uh, because Kraft came out and said that Gerard Mayo is the heir apparent to one Bill Belichick when he does retire. And I don't think Belichick liked to hear that. So he anointed Joe Judge as the assistant coach because now if Bill Belichick gets COVID or gets sick or whatever happens during the season, Joe Judge gets the playbook. And he, he gets to he gets to call the plays, not Mr. Gerard Mayo. And that's Belichick's a, a real crap. He doesn't get sick. Well, I know, I'm just saying. What a little tit for tat we have going on down there with these guys. Dick measuring contest is what we call it in the streets. What yeah, do you think? Did you hear what McCordy said about Steve Belichick? Yeah, I did, but go on. So McCordy came out now that he's on his like media tour here. He's dishing out everything. He said that when uh, Belichick introduced his kid as the safeties coach, that it was like two weeks, three weeks before football was to start. And he basically just walked him into the room with like him, Chung, and Harmon and said, you're the coach. And then Steve Belichick was like, yeah, my dad told me that I was the coach here and I'm I got to learn from you guys. That, that was like a paraphrasing what he said happened. Yeah, I think the exact line was, my dad told me I'm a coach. I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a Rutgers like, guy, so it's all good. What is going on? So and, McCordy and went, like, went on to further. Like, what is Bill doing? Yeah. It, I mean, and that was a few years ago. But McCordy went on to say, like, he respected that. They respect him after, and they kind of learned on the job. Um, here's what he was doing. He was setting Steve Belichick up for success because he had three safeties in that locker room that had 30 years of experience, and, and that was the easiest position group to coach on the team um, and it propelled his, his kid up the, up the ranks. Um, yeah. So yeah, Belichick is, is certainly playing out the string here. What do you think uh, Kraft has enough years in him left to even watch the Shula record get beat, which is going to take at least three more seasons, two and a half seasons. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Yeah. No, I think he'll stick around for another three. He's got plenty of um, massages left in him. What's Belichick? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's rich enough to just do the blood transfusion thing. Yeah. What do you need 19 wins to catch Shula? Yeah, Something 18 like that, to tie, 19 to win, yeah. Yeah, so the, so he'll do it real early in 2025. Belichick's not going anywhere. Right there. I just laid it up for you. He's not going anywhere. 2026, Gerard Mayo, head coach of the New England Patriots. Do you think even if he doesn't make the playoffs, they go 8-9, miss the playoffs again, he'll be back? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I just... I don't I think, think it's going to be crap. Fit. I don't think crap will fire him. I think he'll leave. Oh, he won't? What is he going to leave for? Belichick won't leave. $20 million a year. His kid's on his staff. His house is here. He lives in Nantucket. He can do whatever he wants. No, he's here. He's here until he breaks Shula's record. 2026, he's gone. He'll retire. He'll never get fired. They're not going to do it. If he goes, if, he, if like 
it's another mutiny and they get three wins and Mac Jones is a complete disaster um, and they completely fall apart and fall off the radar. Sure. Yeah, maybe, but it's not going to happen. They're, they're going to get eight to 10 wins. They're going to be somewhere in the conversation of a playoff berth. They'll probably fall short and that'll be enough to, to stick them around, to keep them around for um, two, two more nine win seasons and, and pick up Shula's in early 2025. That's the game plan. It is the game plan. That's next year looks harder. They got a harder schedule next year. Yeah, it's not getting any easier. We'll see what Jets do with Aaron Rodgers. That that's another whole other thing that that's really turning comical. Mm. He is such a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he just is. I had this conversation with someone uh, today about it. I was like, I don't know. I honestly, the Jets need to pivot. They need to pivot and go get Lamar or go get something else because they're not Aaron Rodgers away from the Super Bowl. Even even Aaron Rodgers at his peak, they're probably not going to um, leap over the Bills or Cincinnati or certainly not Kansas City. Who? Cool. Um, shut up. Shut, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Your internet's not good enough to, to be jabbing at me like that. The... Uh, so, like, do do they think they can bring in Aaron Rodgers? And Aaron Rodgers, as what did he say, he was ninety percent retired before he went into his into his cave to uh, to blink. Yeah. Why would you want a guy that said he's ninety percent retired? This is what I'm saying. So, like, even if you bring him in for a year at most two, like, do you think that that dope Zach Wilson can stick around and be mentored by one of the biggest, like, the biggest douchebags, Wiz and douchebags in the NFL? That's that doesn't seem like a very good plan. No. No, but and they're buying hundred million dollars in in the meantime. They're like line up town. I guess OBJ's signing there. That probably deal will be broken. He's this done. Week. But hey, He's they're a line, that's a lot of fucking talent on that wide receiver core and tight ends. Now that they went out and get for Aaron Rodgers, I mean, and that defense wasn't bad last year. That was a good top ten defense. It was a very good defense. So yeah, I mean, is, is there talent on the on the on the Jets on the offense? Alan Lazard. Yeah. Brees Hall's coming back, or Bryce Hall, whatever. They the have good name players. Is. They they're, have good players. They're not yeah. a bad. They, they, they're they're not a bad football team. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, it's not Miami's offensive roster. It's not even the Bills' no. offensive roster. I think they can compete if if Aaron Rodgers goes there in a mindset. This is it. This is my last hurrah. Like I'm going out one more year, guns a blazing. I think that if he could put his mind, if he can uh, eliminate the media and all that bullshit, and just say, "Hey, this is it. I want to go out there and just prove that I'm still that guy." You can do it. I think they can win the yeah. AFC East. No, no, they won't. I, I think did. the media. I think the media is going to make him retire. Like if he goes there, the media is going to make him retire by week four. There's a this good is... chance he retires mid-season if he goes. Yeah. Season. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's a better bet be than a anything. Fire. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be amazing. So I fucking know. soft that guy. Oh my god, is he soft? He's just a whack job. He's just turned into a complete whack job. Got on that ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll that'll flip your world upside down. Um, the last, the last thing I want to talk about in the Patriots, just the latest on the wide receiver search, which, um, all things off season has cooled down, which they do in the NFL this time of year before the draft is coming up. Everyone's kind of in a holding pattern. Um, a lot of reports out there, a lot of reports that they are now out on Hopkins, uh, Deandre Hopkins. And they, uh, I saw a report that Sean Payton said he's not going to trade Judy or Sutton. Um, but then I had other reports, um, Jeff Howe and Greg Bedard said, just wait. Patriots are still heavily in on the 
a number one wide receiver market. They're going to wait till the draft and things will heat up. Um, it just seems like the the Patriots are willing to give up pretty much anything except for a first. They're not going to give up that number 14 pick for a wide receiver. And I don't think they'll need to. No, third round pick, like you said, for Hopkins. You've said that all along. I think come You can get to- Hopkins for what all like anything reasonable you just have to give them the money you just have to pay them and that's what teams don't probably don't want to do is give them the cash but actually acquiring them probably isn't too difficult yeah i wonder like what inevitably his leverage is going to be um dallas didn't go for him because they they didn't like the deal that he wanted to restructure it for 31 year old wide receiver he probably wants a decent um term deal with good you know he's got 19 million dollars coming from him so he wants that amount at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably a sticking point for the Patriots too. They don't they don't generally like to give that. But if you can get Hopkins here for a third round pick and a three year deal, give him eight million this year, eight million next year in cash and whatever the cap ends up being, like you should do that. In a heartbeat, you need a number one. Yeah, you need, you need a number one. Seem, well, no, you need a number one to help out with the Juju Smith Schuster because he is a number two, but he works very well as a number two. So if you can get a clear-cut number one that is going to get all the quarterback tensions, Juju Smith could have a big year here in New England, I think. Look at old Snip Snaps coming back around on Juju. Welcome to the party. JSS. Thank you. <laughs> PVO, baby. PVO. Um, okay. Speaking of pieces of shit, that's what that stands for, right? Uh, let's throw it over to headlines <clears throat> with the obvious one. You don't mean that. Uh, for the first time since January 26, both the Celtics and Bruins lost on the same day. First, the Bruins were beaten at home against the Nashville Predators 2-1. to The Bruins can clinch the President's uh, Trophy Thursday night at home with a win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Celtics traveled to Washington and lost to the Wizards team that had no Bradley Beal and no Kyle Kuzma. 130-111 to was the final score. Christos Porzingis led all players with 32 points. The Celtics traveled to Milwaukee to play the first-place team in the East Thursday against the Bucs. Uh, the Red Sox opening day is Thursday against the Baltimore Orioles. Sox probably lost. Pats are out on Lamar Jackson, out on DeAndre Hopkins, and out on Jerry Judy because he is not on the market anymore. And finally, it's WrestleMania weekend. Bobby, uh, can, you okay. name you, can you name me one wrestler, Bobby? Current wrestler? No. Any wrestler. Past, present, future. Squeaky Steel Trap. Tatanka. Tatanka. Very good. This has been Headlines with the Obvious Fun. Back to you, Richard. Who's my favorite wrestler as a kid? Nice. Which is weird. I don't know why you would go for a Native American. I am Native American. Are you? Yeah, my uncle's Chief Charlie True of the Abenaki Tribe of New Hampshire. Suck it. <laughs> okay? This Why is my land, here? and then you fucks came and took it, okay? <laughs> so Why I've been oppressed had, this whole fucking time. him on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where the fuck's he at, Bobby? Jesus, that's a great interview. Great interview. The Chief. Yo, Chief. Ray, have you heard of uh, Stinky Steel Trap? The uh-uh. Uh-uh. All right. Drop by, drop by your mother's on Tuesday. I want you to. <laughs> what's your finishing uh, move on? What's what's her? What's this person's finishing move? I can't tell you. I can't. I, not even on the internet. It's not allowed. Ask, ask the mouth. <laughs> There's other parts involved. Oh, all right. Legally, it's only it's only allowed in a few countries. 
Wow. Well, you got to go on the res. <laughs> Do whatever you want. <laughs> Is where's the New Hampshire reservation? Very small. Epic. Farmington. <laughs> Epic. Yeah. That's that's the res- that's a reservation for uh for inbreds and such. Yeah, yeah. small people. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I've seen so many little people lately. It's like a thing. Keep popping up at it. Potholes and shit. <laughs> I assume you put them back in there immediately. Yeah. It's my boot. Um, all right. Speaking of uh, stinky steel traps, the Celtics are doomed. Ray, you mentioned in the uh, headlines, 111-130, the Wizards. The worst part was how they handled it after the game. Just, just one of those games, guys. Just... Yeah, you know, nothing was dropping. Nothing was dropping. Happened. Could do eleven anything. for forty-four from three, battling for the first, uh, uh, you know, for the first seat of, in the Eastern Conference. You got the Bucks on Thursday. You beat the Wizards. You know, there's a good chance you walk into that Bucks game down a game and a half, with a pretty easy schedule down the stretch, and you could have got it. Now you're down three games, uh, with six games to go. First place is pretty much out the window. And uh, yeah, to just fucking lay down against the Wizards with no Beal, I don't know. They're doomed. We we've been saying it a long time. They, they don't particularly seem to care the fact that they lose. They lost the one seed either. Well, no, the bro. day before, you had you had Brogdon come out and say we're going for the one seed. It's important. <laughs> and, then and then they go and lose to a shitty team. Like yeah, it's not that important. And then I think it was Jalen Brown in an interview afterwards is asked, uh, "Do you think the one seed losing the one seed is important?" He's like, "No." You have to win road games anyway. Like, what's the difference? It's like, uh, yeah. yeah okay. I, think was, I think it was Tatum. They, was it Tatum? Okay. They, um, I hate them. I hate them. Hmm. It's not like, not like a frustrating, oh man, like I wish. No, I hate them. I hate listening to them. They're a bunch of babies. They're a bunch of soft millennial fucking babies. That, taking after uh, their coach, obviously. Yeah. No. Nah, right. I was waiting for it, Bobby. Wait for it. You fucking nailed it, Bobby. Missoula sucks. He's he's a millennial too. He's younger than us, and uh, he, he, players coach doesn't yeah. is not hard on them. You could tell they don't well, play defense. They don't uh, bear down. They can't get you know. And then the old habits that have never gone away, uh, clutching late. They suck at it because they have no balls and they don't give a shit. Uh, and then they come out after the game and oh you know things happen. We got to just move on to the next. Just move on to the next. There's no competitive edge on this team. There never has yeah. been, um, and I hate them. They're just annoying to watch. They play the game with the they're they're trying to do the analytical thing, but they have absolutely no actual sense of how to truly navigate a basketball game. All they're trying to do is dunk, shoot threes, everything's two for one, all the bo- bullshit, the no subs, the where are we gonna go big? We're gonna go small. Like they they're not actually managing a basketball game. It's just like he's like managing a spreadsheet. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good point. Those are good examples of it. And a lot of it, I think it does just come down. Like there's a lack of competitiveness um, with them. And it starts at your best player. It starts with Tatum. Um, that guy is just dookie soft, AAU soft. Um, I think they all, they all want to win and they want to play the right way, but they have not been taught how um, up to this point and they don't know how to execute it. Um, and they think that things should come to them. Like they, 
they they go to game seven against the Eastern Conference Finals against LeBron six years ago, whatever, and they acted like they won that game. They acted like they won the championship because they pushed LeBron to a game seven. They've yet, they've metaphorically yet to get over that game seven against LeBron six years ago in their heads. They they actually haven't, they haven't done it. They need a coach that, let's, let's look at their coach last year, Ime. That guy's a dog. He'll go get it. He doesn't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> and he actually put it on that team. And, and that's and what everybody need. else in the organization, apparently. Exactly. Well, females at least. Yeah, yeah. Well, just as much as as much as we know. Yeah. yeah. You you need a little uh, fuck everybody in the ass attitude to to yeah. go over the hump and to win. So um, nope, I hate them. They're annoying. They're never going, they're not going to win a championship um this year. That is Guarantee it won't happen. They'll get beat. Um, Ray, do you have any thoughts on the uh, the very annoying and underachieving Celtics? No, you hit the nail on the head on everything. I think they're just soft there. Uh, the Gen Z uh, mindset of these guys that you know, oh, you know, poor me, you know, we couldn't make any baskets, so maybe the next time we play, we'll shoot again and they'll go in this time. You know, it's just bad motivation. Joe Mazzula is not the guy for this team, I don't think. And ever since he got that full, you know, the intern taken off the head coaching gig, and now he's the legit head coach, it just seems like everything's gone south. So is it going to his head? Is he not the right fit for this team anymore either? So, you know, I don't don't know. There's a lot of just players like, you know, Marcus Smart, get him off the team. Robert Williams, he's never healthy. You know, there's just so many variables on this team that offseason, if they don't win the championship, which probably it won't, there's a lot of variables that you need to ship out and you need to bring in. Wick says he's going to go out and spend to the max. Just, I think it's time to start rebuild, not rebuild, but like get rid of the problems, you know, address the problems that have been the problems for the past three seasons. Mark Smart being one. If they fall short, they have to tweak the lineup and they have to do something about you. And, and they've tried it. They tried it with like Marcus Morris um, and bringing in veterans like that, Tristan Thompson, guys that had won that have kind of a tough mentality, they just didn't they didn't break through. You need a you need someone that's going to break through to Jason Tatum, because we, we're asking the same questions now that we were asking at the beginning of 2022 when they looked awful. They were under 500 team at Christmas until they finally turned around in January and were the best team for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're asking the same questions like, what's the deal? Who's the problem? What? Why? Why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? And what it really boils down to is your DNA that stems from your best players. And your DNA is Jason Tatum. And he's just soft and sucks clutching late and is an analytical baby. Um, and, yeah, the basketball sense is not is not pure there. So. Really quickly, though, what you brought up, though, is that you need someone to push Jason Tatum. And you, saw, you said uh, Marcus Morris and then Tristan Thompson. I think you need someone that's better than him. Like, I think that if you would have brought Kevin Durant on this team and got him here, he would have been able to put uh, Tatum in his place because, yes, he's won a championship. Yes, he's probably better than Tatum, even at the age that he's at right now, Kevin Durant. So I think that's something you have to do. Obviously, it's not going to happen because you can't just pick anyone out of the NBA and say, hey, I want you to come here because they're yeah, I mean, all superstars. I'm just saying. Top five players. Five, four, that's what I'm saying, though. No, you let, me tell you like what this, let me tell you what uh, Jason Tatum needs. Jimmy Butler. They need to bring Jimmy Butler in here and have Jimmy Butler ride him day after day after day after fucking day. And then when he gets pissed with Jimmy Butler, bring in Pat Beverly and let him ride Tatum day after day after day. That's what they need. 
Yeah, no, they need yeah, they need one good year of of Jimmy Butler. Like uh, when's the only it guy I can think that? of that's got that veteran presence that maybe he would even listen that's good enough to come. When's it, Greg, Greg, can you look up quickly when uh, Jimmy Butler's contract is up? If yep. they can snag him like in the offseason, he he's chasing a ring um and and just put him that's that is the kind of the guy. There's not a lot of them. I don't think there's a lot of guys. No. There's can, not there's not like that Dwayne Wade, you know, that like elder superstar that's got 2 years left that could still win a chip. End of this year. He's a free agent. There you go. That's the guy. Boom. Go You're welcome. Him. You're Thank welcome, you. Boston. Now, um, I will. He'll be 33 want... at that time, so he'll be. Uh, he's not a spring chicken. Yeah, he's not a spring chicken anymore. 33. You got two more years in you, especially if you know your uh, the weight is the load has dropped off you. Come off the bench, him and Brogdon. Oh Love fuck it. that! He'd be a starter still. No. Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Jimmy Buckets does not come off the bench, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Over, I don't think you'll be his agent anytime soon. <laughs> I think he's another guy without an agent. Who who are you starting? Uh, Jim, who's who's starting over Jimmy Butler? Who are you starting over Jimmy Butler? Is he going to play point guard for you? Or are you going to sit JB down? Or is he going to play power forward? There's no fucking way you'd be able to have Jalen uh, Jalen Brown here. You'd have to get rid of Jalen Brown. You're just going to probably the money, Brown for the Tatum. money. For the money to Brown work, Tatum and 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 um, Jake Butler just came there. off a thirty-seven million dollar contract. You think he's yeah, fuck and he's thirty-three, and they're tenth in the East. He's not going to get a max deal. He's not tenth. He's, he's seventh in the East. That's going to be our first round matchup in the in the East uh, playoffs. They're in the play-in. They're like in. Hold on. They're seventh place right now. Yeah, they're seven. Okay, so seventh in the East is now great. Fuck you. Like he's not Jimmy Butler at thirty-three is not getting a max contract. If he wants a ring, he's going to play for cheap. That's what I'm going to tell him when I am his agent. Look at here, Jimmy Buckets. Coming off the bench in Boston. You're going to show these guys how to play, and you're going to win a ring. Suck it up. Uh, his his dad's Michael Jordan. I don't think he's going to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't see, I don't see the Charlotte Bobcats calling anytime soon. Uh, can I I'd just like throw one more name into the ring of why uh, the Celtics are what they are? Go ahead. It's fairly Please. obvious. Uh, Kyrie Irving. Uh, it's Kyrie <laughs> Irving's fault. Uh, it's always Kyrie Irving's fault, but this was actually put in print by an actual journalist, John Corrales, who's uh, very rapidly become my favorite uh, person to read because he hates the Celtics as much the Celtics team as much as I do. Um, basically, he believes Kyrie Irving is an evil scumbag that got into the hearts and minds of Tatum and Brown while he was here, and that specifically in that last year, um, and that has yet to leave these two. Uh, we know Jalen mm-hmm. Brown basically loves Kyrie Irving and his, all of his off court shenanigans including the anti-semitism so that's cool uh and jason tatum and him and dukies they've been friends uh, this whole time uh john corrales believes the evil scumbag that is kyrie irving that has ruined yet another team (laughs) there's actual articles right now where it's like has that has chronicled how luca looks and acts since kyrie's arrival and how he's like this big mopey fat bitch more than he was before yeah, yeah, no, they're chronicling manic depression that Kyrie Irving every city that he goes to. It's amazing. I've never been more right on a person in my entire life than I was in Kyrie Irving. What a mm. piece of shit. Um, and yeah, yeah, I definitely firmly believe you ruined Jason Tatum, ruined his mentality for sure. Um, okay, we'll see what they do. Um, well, this comes out Thursday. Maybe they won last night against Milwaukee. Probably this is how they do it, they go and they beat really good teams. They lose really shitty teams. Um, and I hate them. Quick break.
What are you doing, Ray? Typing. What are you doing? Who are you typing? Uh, your boy, John. See if he wants to come on the show. Yeah. I like Keep going. The evil, the evil scumbag that is Kyrie Irving. We could do a whole show on that. Keep going. Uh, let's play a, another riveting game of Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. Shall we? Mm. Let's do it. I got a couple here. We'll start sports, then we'll get weird. Um, let's go with this. Would you rather right now? <clears throat> Right now, as we speak, this season, would you rather? <laughs> Are you laughing at the questions to come or this one? The questions to come. I just started reading them. Okay, I got it. <laughs> would you rather uh, is your head coach of the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, or Gerard Mayo with a G- the GM of your choice? Obviously, Belichick is the GM. Uh, which one are you taking right now, this year? This is the easiest one ever. Gerard mm-hmm. Mayo, and I'll be the GM. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again. Done. I, Done. We're really yep. escalating our careers based on the show. I'm Jimmy Butler's agent. You're the GM of the Patriots. Ray, you're still just typing John Corrales on Twitter oh, with your keyboard, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> well, how else would you type it, you fucking idiot? On your how else would I type like without a, a normal person who uses Twitter on the computer, you old bitch? Fucking boomer. What is it? Twitter. I'm on his fucking hey, Ray, his email would you rather uh, Bill Belichick? Uh, your boy, Bill Belichick, your Bobo boy, or uh, Gerard Mayo and Bobby as Gerard the GM. Mayo and Gerard Mayo and Bobby as the GM. Wow. Oh, yes. Look how quick this cha- come off team. Oh, fuck that. Ch- times are changing. Bill has lost his fastball. Yep. I've been saying that. I mean, why wouldn't you want to go with a youthful guy who people actually want to play for, it sounds like, and uh, have a GM of like Bobby with a great mind who probably has a very good Madden team right now on uh, PlayStation 5 that can go out there and uh, know what to do. Wheel and deal. Are you saying uh, that? And, and his, yes, and his uncle is a uh, fucking chief of the New Hampshire. Wahoo, wahoo. Is that what they Abenaki. Abenaki, Sorry. same thing. Same Sorry. Thing. Apologies. Sorry, right. Did I interrupt you? Your shitty internet froze. I couldn't hear you. Were you going to finish? Fuck you, it did. No, I said goddamn Gerard Mayo and Bobby is a GM. Gotcha. I'm taking Bill Belichick. You know why? Uh, Gerard Mayo has coached three years in this league. Three years. I don't get the Gerard Mayo hype train. I don't get it. What has he done? What has he done? People just like him. He hasn't proven shit. Give me the nice guy, guy with six rings. You know, give me the guy with six rings and Bobby uh, Bobby the Indian as my GM, and now we're cooking. Now we're Exactly. Cooking. But what at, has least Bell- was, at least me being the GM wasn't the problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> what has Belichick done in the, since uh, Brady's been gone? And what he did more in than, the Cleveland Browns? Nothing. He's done more than Gerard Mayo. Yeah, my choice was solely about me GMing the Patriots. Uh, it has nothing yeah, to yeah. do with Gerard Mayo. Yeah, that adds up. Um, okay, would you rather, Patriots wide receiver question that we just got uh, done talking about, OBJ or DeAndre Hopkins? Hopkins. Yeah, Hopkins. Agreed. Even though his mom's blind, that's the only reason why I feel bad for him. So, I know his mom's blind, I go for that. Yep, nice. We're really hitting all the sensitive groups tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even considering it's going to cost you probably more money and a draft pick or two to get him, OBJ is just, just a little bit of money. Yeah, but we saw what uh Hopkins could do last year. I mean, even though he had a PD use and was suspended for six games, he came back, he didn't look that bad. OBJ hasn't played in a year and he 
last time we saw him, he was tearing his ACL in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, you can't really count OBJ as a true number one at this point, right? I don't think so. He's been number one since he was with the Giants. Fucking loser. Mm. He was good with the Rams, though. Um, okay, Ray, you posed this question on the uh, on the chat bot today. Uh, go with a little Bruins here because we don't have. I didn't pose this. It was Bill. And then you shit all. This is where the shitting started. Is you fucking cunt. You just started ripping down my fucking throat because I said one wrong thing. And it was all fucking downhill from there. This is where the whole thing stems from. Go ahead, Rich. You said many wrong things. So that's fine. Um, would you rather, as the Bruins walk into the playoffs here, uh, you have two guys on long-term injury uh, reserve. And um, both of them are expected back, but... We don't know uh, when. Would you rather uh, have Taylor Hall or Nick Foligno uh, back in your lineup with the Bruins, with the playoffs starting up, if you could only have one? Nick Foligno. Fuck yeah, you, Foligno. <laughs> Fuck you, right? You fucking tool. You absolute tool. I don't know what you mean by that. I'm giving you my honest opinion. I think Taylor Hall hasn't really been doing anything for the past three seasons. Yeah, okay. He hasn't even been on the number two line. He hasn't played with Krejci in forever. I right. mean, think about it. I mean, Felino, yeah, he was a fucking stud last year in the playoffs. So I would like Felino in here. I mean, Taylor Hall disappeared. He was a ghost in the playoffs. I mean, he hasn't played in three months. Give me Felino all day. Yeah, Felino didn't play in the playoffs last year, but um, I yes, he did. You fucking taking, idiot! I God, you taking um, the thoughts and opinions of the wiser people in that chat and now going to look up whether you were right about Felino playing the playoffs or not. I know he did. He was, he was, he scored, uh, he had one point in the playoffs last year. So suck it. Yeah. I'm going to scratch it. Right. Uh, the answer is Felino. Taylor Hall, um, does not enough for you and also moves Bertuzzi into a, uh, his off position. Uh, and Felino has been a beast on the fourth line. Taylor Hall hasn't scored a goal in three months and Yeah. To your point, Ray, you said it all along. He was a ghost in the playoff last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, as an ad, I mean, Taylor Hall's fine, and maybe he pops one for you um, in a meaningless kind of time, but I think Nick Felino brings a little bit more to the table. Okay. Uh, would you rather? Would you rather um, pee a ping pong ball out of your pee-pee or poop? A bowling ball out of your butt butt. He a ping pong ball. Wow. What? Wow. Yeah. No way, man. No way, yeah. dude. Fucking 100%. Indian dick is strong as shit. <laughs> Give me a bowling ball all day out of my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Well, the, Let me hear about this. I want to hear Bobby's yeah, reason. Explain for this. your rationale. I, I don't want to bowl it. First of all, the bowling ball is already essentially the size of your ass. It doesn't make any fucking sense how it got in there. So no, oh, and I don't oh, want that coming out. Please explain to me this. Please explain to me. Because <laughs> it would kind of look cool. Why a ping pong ball is floating around in your dick? Well, it's like the ping pong ball would like it'd be coming through the dick. It would look like the little ball coming out, and then boop. No, it's not gonna boop. That fucking hole's like this. Hold on, like that. You. God, like that. That's like small. That. And like, have you ever like tried to do it? It's like this. But now you're trying to get a ping pong ball. That thing you mean where all... you like kind of like sit there and try and open it like that? No fucking way, man! Give me a. I think ball there's a much better hole. chance that that happens, and that's what I would rather do. I don't want to get violated by your size eight bowling ball. Okay. He didn't say what size. He just said a bowling ball. So it could I just be a chose a size. bowling ball. Yeah, Boom. no, it's a size eight. 
Yeah, the uh, the pee hole's like like a worm with little tiny lips. You ever like see that? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh man, yeah. This has I been can... an anatomy lesson with Ray. <laughs> I can definitely see the rat. Logically, it definitely makes more sense for a ping pong ball to be in your dick. I get that part. That part, you got it. Sound logic there. Sound science. Yeah. Uh, bowling ball in your ass. How'd that happen? You know. <laughs> Whoopsie. It's definitely a bowling ball in your ass because everything's gonna rip. Um, women push out babies out of their vaginas every day for thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of years. I figure we can take one for the team, and uh, you know, you're just gonna completely blow out your asshole, and everyone will be on my level at that point. Shit just drops out whenever it wants. <laughs> yeah, give me the bowling ball all day, man. Bobby's <laughs> on his own. On Bobby's on his own island on that be one. A ping no pong ball way. all day. Ping pong, old ping pong. Vibe. I'm not messing with my regularity. Do you remember that? Do you remember Joe uh, Nubs's bachelor party when that girl was shooting oh. ping pong balls out of her vagina and people were trying to catch it in her mouth? Yeah. <laughs> Miss C-section. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, she had thug life as a tattoo, and she was like 42 years old. Oh my god! <laughs> the other one, the uh... the one that that Brian stuck his finger in her butthole and then she cried. The young Padawan learner was having a yeah. Attack. <laughs> yeah. This is my first oh. time. I thought you guys were cool. <laughs> we're cool. That was a fun one. Uh, no, no. Okay. Uh, last one here. Would you rather uh, have tiny, tiny, itsy bitsy testicles or big old massive honkers? Tiny, tiny testicles. Tiny testicles. Tiny. <laughs> Tell us about How your big is massive. Because mine are massive already. We're talking Mr. C here? What are we talking? Yeah, Mr. C. Mr. C. A little bigger. A little bigger than Mr. C. Like I was going to not... say, if it's Mr. C size, I mean, everybody seemed to like that. So I'd, I, I wouldn't mind strolling down the hall with that. Yeah, one. we liked it. He didn't probably. He probably fucking hated that. Not elephantitis, but like big enough where it's a it's annoying. Like it's a problem. Like people can see it. It's around. It's always kind of getting tied up. the tininess wouldn't things. bother you. <laughs> I'll go tiny. Then, it, no, one's, no one's worried about the, uh, the manhood thing. You don't have... You know, big enough balls to do manly stuff. At this point in my life, I don't care anymore. So give me those tiny testicles. Giving up on it? Yeah. I'm admittedly a pussy. I don't care. Give me those tiny Yeah. Things. Yeah. Give me those tiny things. Summertime would be a breeze. Summertime. <laughs> no more no more balls sticking to my leg. Oh, my <laughs> fucking no more Christ. Hiking up over your shoulder. Oh, no. Yeah, it'd be nice. It's like a waterfall down there sometimes. I don't like that shit. Yeah. I'm very stuck. sweaty. Yeah, I'm I'm saying tiny. Give me tiny all day. The tiny, yeah. I think you gotta go tiny. Yeah, tiny here. That's just I have wow. nothing to prove anymore. I'm with you. Yeah, those days are over. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was fun. Uh afternoon delight. Uh we'll talk a little bit of baseball and then we'll close it up. Probably go take a nap. Sky rockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Everyone take a nap. Fuck the Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. This is a three minute segment. Uh, your opening day starter is Corey Kluber. You know why? You know why? Because he's because he because he signed a one year deal and you know he's cheap and his arm's not falling off yet and he didn't crash his bicycle in the off season. 
Yes, but you know why Chris Sale's not starting on opening day tomorrow? Uh, because he's a piece of shit nerd. Um, yes, but also, do you know why? No, why? It's his birthday. Shut the fuck up. You serious? Yeah. <laughs> fucking team, man. Now, they didn't come out and say that's not why, but um, it is his birthday. He makes $30 million a year. It's not starting on opening day. <laughs> <laughs> you come up with a better reason, other than he's a piece of shit that falls off bicycles. Um, Alex Cora came out and said, I'm going to uh, manage my ass off this year. Look, there, there's a chance. You have to. There's... <laughs> Good point. There's there's a chance that they're not going to be complete dumpster. Like they're not going to be a sixty win team. They're not going to be the t- worst team in the league. Um, but they're not going to be good either. They're like a probably a five hundred team, seventy nine win team. Um, you did have a schedule change. Uh, they're not going to play. There's like sixteen less games against the AL East, which is good. So you get NL teams, which are um, not as good as AL East teams. So probably pick up some wins there. You're floating around eighty. Um, it but it's still just unacceptable. It's year four under Heim Bloom, and you're not even thinking about the playoffs. Not even thinking about the playoffs, and your prospects are still a little bit of ways away, and certainly a lot of question marks around them. So, um, yeah, not a lot of promise. But I will say this: I know you guys don't give a shit. Uh, Bill would agree with me. I still get like, oh fuck, opening day. Opening day is cool. Mm-hmm. I like opening day. It's fun. Baseball season. I'll be watching it here. Yeah. Um, and plus you get the new rules this year. So you get the pitch clock. It shouldn't be a four hour game. It should be about two and a half hours. That's what the spring training was. Uh, they're going to be moving and grooving. There's going to be a lot of drama around this pitch clock stuff. They had, uh, do you see the, uh, Scherzer? Well, Scherzer's like dominating a pitch clock. He's coming up. No, did you see what they were doing? They're trying to fuck with his, uh, momentum and shit. His last spring training game. So the, the batter would t- call time, get out of the batter's box, but the clock still goes. So Scherzer's just ready to fucking go. As soon as the batter goes in, he right. just fucking fires. Yeah, he fires it in there. He's like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. You're not going to fuck up my momentum. Well, Scherzer, yeah. So what Scherzer's doing is he he gets the pitch, and then he stands and then he stands there for a real long time, and then the hitter gets uncomfortable and calls his one timeout. But Scherzer then doesn't get off the mound. So he, as soon as the guy steps back in the box, Scherzer just fires it in. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually, it's actually really unfair for the hitter, but it's great. Like, fucking learn how to get around it or don't step out of the box. Just be prepared to hit, like, whatever. Mm. But um, I think yesterday, the day before, um, the Phillies, um, uh, what's his name? The old closer for the Red Sox, the one the world. Babylon? No. <laughs> Craig, Kimble. <laughs> Craig Kimble got called a ball oh. because he, like, didn't Kimble? get the pitch in. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so anyway, they called a ball and they were bitching about Eckersley? it. Eckersley. <laughs> yeah, Eck was real pissed. Uh, him and JT Realmulo, the catcher, were fucking with the ump. Like they would ask for a, oh, a, another ball, and then they threw the ball back, and then Realmulo went to get the ball and then moved his glove like a real cunt, like a real cunty move. Just moved it as the ump tried to put the ball down and hit the ground. So the ump just tossed him. He's like, "Get the fuck out of here! You're you're done. Like stop screwing with me. You're out of here." So it should be interesting. Should be some drama there. Um, what's not going to be any drama is the Red Sox. They're going to stink. Here's their lineup uh, opening day. Right field, Alex Verdugo, recently off a hot. Uh, oh, we never talked about the World Baseball Classic either. That was fun. Uh, third base, Rafael Devers, big time uh, extension this offseason. DH, old ass Justin Turner. Do you see those pictures when he got hit in the face with the ball? Hmm. Ooh, Google that shit. That was rough. <laughs> 
he should probably be okay. Uh, and left field, coming on another guy, uh, winner of the World Baseball Classic, uh, Masataka Yoshida was a monster in that tournament. Uh, and center field, Adam Duvall, you want to you want to pay attention, yeah you want to pay attention to a guy that's gonna suck that you're gonna hate if you pay attention to any Red Sox games. This guy, Adam Duvall, he's basically a corner infielder, uh, outfielder at best. Uh, and now they got him playing center field every day, even though they have Kiki Hernandez on the roster. Why is he not playing center field? Because they don't have anybody to play shortstop. I digress. Oh, why don't they have that? Uh, because they refuse to play the best shortstop probably in the history of the franchise. Oh. Um, born, raised, grown up, Sandra Bogarts. What about Reese McGuire? Jerky McGuire. Oh, I'll get to I'll get to McJerky here. Uh, Tristan Cassis, uh, starting at first base. Um, uh, you know, one of your big young players that you're going to need to really excel this year. Trist, uh, Kristen Arroyo can't stay healthy. Uh, second base, rolled Reese McJerky, uh, going to be your catcher, batting eighth, and Kiki Hernandez right now is scheduled to bat ninth, but he could slot around the lineup. Do you know uh, who uh, Reese Mc, McJerkin is there, uh, Bobby? Yeah, he was the guy you said he was like, uh, he got caught jerking off in a Kmart parking lot, I believe. Sure did. Yeah. You think they give him a hard time for that in the uh, in the old locker room? Oh, I would. Not in this day and age. Oh, Probably yeah, because it's bullying, so you can't, can't, can't bully, yeah. But yeah, like, imagine that in the 90s. It'd be funny if uh, the new Japanese guy came in and he, <laughs> he just started going in on him. Give him lotion. <laughs> hey. It's like the first. It's the first words in English he that he that he learns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, McDurkey, you love yourself long time, huh? <laughs> quick, quick. <laughs> yeah. he, he's sitting there eating sushi with his chopsticks. He looks at him. He's like, ah, <laughs> 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 oh, he just splurges California roll. Oh God. <laughs> Gets wasabi all in his face. It's ding. It's ding. Oh. Uh, Ramiel Tapia, Rob Snyder, Connor Wong, and Yu Chang are on the bench for your team. No Bobby Dabak. No no chasing the Dabak line this year, Ray. That's that's unfortunate. Mm. That is unfortunate. That's back down to the minors. Uh, okay, and then quickly, here's your um, rotation. Corey Kluber, Chris Sale, happy birthday. Tanner Hawk, uh, Cutter Crawford, and Nick Pavetta to start the season because uh, you have – Brian Bayo, the other uh, big-time uh, prospect, young player that is going to really need to do well for this whole team to work. Garrett Whitlock and James Paxton will start the year on the IL. Um, all short-term IL stints. They all should be back pretty quickly. So Josh Winkowski is going to come up as well uh, and fill out the rotation. Uh, and then your bullpen, Kenley Jansen, is your closer. Long-time. Um, some people consider Kenley Jansen the best closer of all time statistically. You know, he also he also is the slowest pitcher in the entire league. So this new pitch clock should be interesting to watch him throw. He takes like literally 60 seconds to throw between each pitch. So we'll see how good that he is. New role. Yeah, good pickup. And then real quickly, uh, John Schreiber, Chris Martin, Ryan, Brian fucking Brazier still on this team. Uh, And then a bunch of other guys that you don't know fill out the. the bullpen, which a lot of people are saying should be much improved. Yeah, bullshit. That's it. That's your team. That's your starting nine, the old local nine. Go Sox. What do you, how bad do you think they lose tomorrow? 
six four. Hmm. You think the bullpen blows it in the uh, seventh, eighth, or ninth inning? Um, yeah, you probably have a you probably have a shitty middle relief start from some like Tyler Danish or something and get rocked. Yeah. Rocked nice. in the fifth. Corey Kluber will go four four real strong innings. You know, give up three. <laughs> Yeah, you can't see that more than twice, you know. You it's the take 78 out. pitches, and then the road, you know, then the lineup yeah. comes back around, and then you know, yeah, then we'll see them the third time around. So, you gotta, yeah, yep, 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 fucking nerds, goddamn fucking nerds. Simplest minds of the week, right after this. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Okay, Ray, uh, here's your segments, these are your picks. Josh, well, I, I threw it out there. No, no they're was... fine. They're fine. I'm not. I'm not shitting on you. And your internet has really cleared up towards the end here, so I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, Josh Gordon playing in the XFL. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> he was kicked off or asked to leave the uh, the field because he was running such shitty routes. Yeah, it was that guy Benny, uh, the old the backup quarterback for the Cowboys two years ago or last year? Benny, Benny the Jet did... Sandlot. No, that's the Benny the Jet Sandlot. No. It's an Italian name, but anyways, he ran the wrong route, and after, like, he undercut it. The quarterback thought he was going deep. Interception. Uh, when he was running out the field, he was saying, get this guy off the fucking field. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's running the wrong routes. Because they're all mic'd up, so you can hear everything the quarterbacks are saying now. So everything's mic'd up. That That's the one good thing about the XFL. I hope they bring this in the NFL, because that would be awesome. But, yeah, basically he was saying he's not doing what his job. He's running the wrong shit. He doesn't know what he's doing. Now, does also Benny... do in-game interviews uh, with players. That's awesome. Good for the XFL. Does Benny the Jet know that Josh Gordon is a weed survivor? No, he doesn't. Weed will weed would really screw up your mind. You know, you could easily make a mistake running routes all hopped up on the weed. Well, what if his uncle was a high chief in the Seattle area and he is smoking mm-hmm. weed legally? What if? the hell does that have to do with anything and that was an unbridled shot ray i was asking a question bobby i'm just... asking a fucking question i'm a reporter i'm asking questions are you saying all indian chiefs smoke weed well you better watch out the next time that you're near an indian reservation out there in new hampshire okay you're gonna get pulled in and you know i don't go to, dealt I, I don't go to heading much but thank you <laughs> <laughs> much so you do go there you queer um, yeah <laughs> You're on the list, Ray. I love that word. I love there you it. go. I love it. I love that word. Bring it back, Bobby. Bring okay. Back. Uh, and second on the list here, we had uh, Memphis basketball player Jamira. Uh, Jamira. Jamira. Now, if if his name's Jeremiah or Jamira, oh, it's not. It's her. That's what I meant. Her. Jamira. 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 It's definitely Jamira. 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 Like Jamira, Jamira shoots. Jamira shoots. Uh, deny, 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 accuse. Uh, go ahead, right. This one's yours too. Go ahead. Tell the story. Uh, it was in the handshake line. The Memphis lost, I believe, to Tennessee or Iowa. Anyways, they're in the handshake line, and uh, Jamira, Jamira, fucking just bitch slapped that girl on the opposite team. And I guess assault charges were brought and then dropped from her, but. It was a bitch slap heard around the world, and I don't even know what happened. They didn't really say, but the the aftershock of the girl just sitting on the floor crying her eyes out was hilarious. It was a good shot. 
the, they the say what, why the, she did it did the hilarious part about this is the headline along with the video jamira shoots pleads not guilty and then the video is just just fucking bitch slaps this girl mm. like what do you mean <laughs> not guilty she nailed it fucking she rock, nailed her man. oh hold on i'm gonna watch it again right now yeah she rocked her pretty good bang yeah like no she, like she stops like mid line like they're talking 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 boom it's her yeah it it's tennessee bit. i think they're playing tennessee yeah i think it's tennessee um um <laughs> uh, no your honor not guilty you're saying yeah. that, that's not you, Miss Shoots? That ain't me. <laughs> that ain't me. Fucking fuck you for asking. I tripped. I tripped, uh, Your Honor. I tripped, and she fell into my hand. I, I apologize. Right. How many handshake lines did you guys get in fights with in the soccer team in high school? One. There was, there was one big one, right? I didn't know Grady spit in some guy's face. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So there's one against Laconia where Pat Guyberson used the N-word. Uh, that was a big brawl. There was one at the indoor field I remember that I started because I got a kid in a headlock, and then O'Grady did spit in someone's face. Yes, that was another one. I think like four or five. Yeah, four or five. Chances. Yeah, we were. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, the good thing is that all of you guys really grew up to be sensible human. And man, Guyverson's still in prison, or mm, I think what, what's that one where you, they, you talk to yourself and you you see people schizophrenic? Yes, schizophrenic. got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone's doing just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been the Simon Sports Show Friday Rewind, March 31st. Happy 500. See you for 501. Bye bye. Are you? Hey, Rex. Is this a show on the road? I'm on. Oh, he sounds like shit. I'm You're on, on vacation. Lo- I'm on location. Oh, on location. Yeah, you sound like shit. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. It's a well, road show. Fucking listen up. I'm the one in the shitty hotel. Did, did my mother not. You're skipping all over the place. Skipping. You pay your internet bill. Yeah, but it's crystal oh, clear. It's you, it's yours, you fucking dildo. <laughs> I'm crystal clear over here, you dink. Bobby, Bobby, be the deciding factor. You choose. Oh, he's fine. You're just having a problem. Me? <laughs> he did. There's no. Oh, he just no. He just froze. He froze. <laughs> Who froze? Richard. Mm-hmm. It is rich. See. Yeah. Thank you, Bobby. Always on the side of good, never evil. I like that, Bobby. I like that about you. Thank you. Fuck Where you. are you, Richard? Where's the location? Uh, I'm not telling you that. <laughs>
Okay. Know my mother got cheap and my mother got cheap. I didn't know she didn't uh, have time to uh, fly you back. That's all. Is it far oh, no. close? Give us no, a hint. I uh, I do that drive to your mother's every Tuesday. And then uh, that's dedication. Yeah. Then I plow and turn around and come back. <laughs> plow. That's an underused word. Thank you. Thank you, Bobby. Yeah. I like you again. I also but... like porking. Porking needs to come back. Yep. Mm, I like porking. Porking and forking. That's what we do it yeah. on Tuesday. You know, you're I'm disappointing. Last week you shit your pants, you couldn't make it. Now you're on location. You sound like shit. It's again, a very busy life. Yeah. What hey Ray, why don't you fucking get a life? I do. <laughs> this is actually show five hundred, by the way. So uh it's a very special occasion. Congrats to us. Congrats Kudos to us. Kudos to us. Well yep. done. Big yep. celebration. Uh, thanks. Yeah, to, that's why he's uh, on the road. That's why he's on the road. Yeah, couldn't have done it without the the uh, the massive amount of handful of listeners. So, kudos to them too. Hey, kudos to them. I really don't like doing um, shows like this because I can't really tell what's landing, whether you can hear me or not. You have to trust it. We can hear yeah, you. I know, you're, I know you're fucking. I know you're fucking with me, right? I think my internet's fine. It's you. You and your stupid shit Comcast internet and your dumb glowing lights and your still unfinished basement with a no uh, fucking ceiling. That's you. That's your problem. Wow, he's very angry still. Still angry. I'm Wherever so, he is, he doesn't want to be there. I'm so hungover. This place is so... <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. And all I do is eat too much and drink too much on these stupid work trips and then stand around and have to work the next day. It's... Yeah, I'm in a fucking mood. So what do you say we start the show? The Supermind Sports Show, five, episode number 500. Congrats to us. Congrats to us. Uh, let's jump right into it. Broken glass, baby.